Hello and welcome to the Atomic Kingdom Podcast. My name is Dave. Joining me tonight is Johnny. Hi. Johnny from the Just Two Pals podcast, which debuted this week on AtomicKingdom.com. That's right. And the uh, the other two episodes that we pre-recorded are supposed to be coming out tonight. They are already out. Oh, well, they're already out. And by tonight, you mean last Wednesday. What is tonight? Tuesday, the something of June. I don't know. That is that. That's right. They've already they've already been out for almost a whole week. Podcast <laughs> time traveling. Oh, man, I <laughs> so don't understand things. There's four episodes released of the Just Two Pals podcast that should get you over until their first brand new episode, which comes out on uh, Wednesday, June twenty second, or tomorrow, or tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, podcast time travel. That's right, podcast time travel. Just uh, Johnny and his buddy Randy, right? That's how we say his name. Yes. Right. Okay. Good. <laughs> I don't know if I can say it any other na- other way. Like uh, I think it just rolls off the tongue that way. Like Dirty Randy from uh, the league. No, anybody? Uh, see, my mind goes to Randy Macho Man Savage. Oh yes. The I was thinking of Mike Myers as Austin Powers saying Randy baby. Randy. Yeah. So. See? <laughs> There's a lot of ways to go with that, and you guys have fun with that. Every time you introduce them, you should you should do something different. I agree. <laughs> so you can find those on the Topic Kingdom uh, website, topickingdom.com, for now. Uh, as of this recording, it's not on iTunes yet, but that's iTunes' problem. They're working on it. It will be available on iTunes in the morrow, or in the offing, or some weird British way of saying soon. <laughs> Henceforth. I think it's I think it's soon. <laughs> right. Bloody soon. Oh bloody soon. Yep, you gotta throw that in there. Oh, also joining us and staying rather quiet is Justin from the Two Bro Kings podcast. Hello. <laughs> uh I love it when people just remain silent until they're spoken to. Well, I wasn't sure what else to really add into that. That's that's a good point. Uh the 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 boys well, when this comes out, a new episode will be releasing, but the last week's episode was titled In Which We Perv on Cartoon Women. The, I I devolved, divulged so much of embarrassment with that one in terms of, like, because we talked about, like, our first crushes, like, cartoon character-wise, but then I started going down the rabbit hole of, like, who I thought was hot in cartoons. Yeah. Is Jessica yeah. Rabbit on that list? I actually well okay so there's like well, there's two sections there's like the ones that are obvious like yeah. Minerva Mink from Animaniacs Hello Nurse Jessica Je- uh, Jessica Rabbit um but then I started I, I started creeping out Matt because <laughs> I, I love, started I love that there's an, an obvious category like duh like you're not going to be yeah. crushing on these women <laughs> yeah but then we started going down the list of, I started going down this list that scared Matt of like characters that I thought was hot mm-hmm and some of them were like, okay, I can kind of see that. And then some of them, he was just like, um, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> is, uh, is Gadget from Rescue Rangers on your list? Oh, oh totally. Rescue Rangers. she'd be on my list. Yeah, Jessica, uh, uh, her and Gadget and, um, uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, Rebecca Cunningham from Tailspin. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, right. oh, oh, oh. She's, she's hot in a butchy way. That's right. Yeah. Wow, that's I haven't thought about Rescue Rangers or, or Tailspin in so long. Oh, man. I think we should just redo Two Broke Geeks podcast tonight and <laughs> right. hey, recreate that magic. Hey, it always it's always interesting to see what like who would be on your list, guys. Well, maybe we'll visit that in last week's Geek Out, which yeah. is recorded tomorrow. As we record this today, and it'd be great if Jenny, when Jenny gets involved in this, because all the guys are going to be like, "Yes," and then have Jenny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. She's got a lot of like actual fictional character crushes. Like she yeah. talks about them all the time. Oh yeah. Uh, so she, she would probably go on longer than we would about what. Yeah. <laughs> What her crushes, but okay, well, all right. If you had, if you it had would to... be more than just physical appearance, right? Yeah. John, all right, Johnny. If you had to pick one, pick one. One cartoon crush? Uh, yes. Oh no, I'm on the spot. I don't know. I can't pick one. That's, I don't know. It's a tough question. Now that you it think is about a tough it. question. Yeah. I mean, I could just list some. 
But I, as far <laughs> as a favorite, oh wait a minute, can we do Disney princesses? Yeah, they count. Oh well, then Jasmine. The, yeah, Jasmine. she's right there. Jasmine. Yeah. Yep. N- yes, number one on the bone list. <laughs> wow. <laughs> of all the Disney princesses, Jasmine's. I got. I got. I got a little bit of. Jasmine, I mean, obviously, she'd need to be aged up a little bit. Sure, sure. Yeah, of I course. think she's sixteen in the movie, but you can draw yeah. her any age, really. Of course, we're 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 all about being legal here. Sure. What about and, you? Right. Consenting adults. Oh boy, I'd have to say Jessica Rabbit. See, like this is the, the thing is, I have like a couple, like my main three of like the obvious ones mm-hmm. are Minerva. They're Mink. all categorized. I love it. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, it's Minerva Mink. Uh, uh, who Matt and I were arguing about because he's all about Hello Nurse, where I'm just like, no, Minerva Mink, because she's just, I, I don't know, it's just, she's tight. But then I was like, Tinkerbell. That's the, the, see, then you get into the Ooh. whole aspect of like, uh, the, the, the animal creatures that are the like, furries? Well, is it Minerva Mink a, like a mouse or something? She's a mink. Um, she's oh, a mink, mink, mink duh. Like a mink, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, like you're humanizing, you know. Where I forget what they call that. Anthropomorphizing. Uh, that's it. Yes, yes. So it's it's kind of it's just weird to think about, uh, and I don't want to do it anymore. So <laughs> okay, yeah. I'd well, we didn't go with yours, Dave, did we? I said Jessica Rabbit, but I'll yeah. oh, that's right, Jessica yeah, Rabbit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think if I had to go Animaniacs, it would be it would be Hello Nurse. Yeah, that's the more. I think I I don't know. I was just watching the episode with Minerva Mink, and I'm just like, yep. I'm all about that. I don't want to be the same, so I'm going to pick the hippo. (laughs) (laughs) The girl hippo who seems to be down for anything. Of of course. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So let's move on. Uh, But you can go back and listen to that on the Two Broke Geeks podcast in all of its glory. That sounds like a fantastic conversation that I can't wait to listen to. I have yet to listen to it yet. Just wait for when you hear, like, the downward spiral of my characters that Matt just is like, you need a girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh, It's quite fitting that you are both co-hosts with me tonight because this is then a crossover of three separate podcasts. Yeah. We're a shared universe at the Atomic Geekdom family. Uh, We have Two Broke Geeks, the Just Two Pals, and the Atomic Geekdom podcast. And tonight... We're going to discuss the growing popularity in Hollywood of shared universes in movies, not television. Television's been doing crossovers for a long time, uh, and it's getting even bigger now with the Arrowverse getting bigger and bigger on the CW. But uh, movies, it's it's not new, but it's actually growing in popularity, and weirder and weirder things are crossing over, like Men in Black and 21 Jump Street, which we'll talk about a little later <laughs> but mm. uh so we'll jump into it before we run down the list of ones i can think of or when i say think of i mean look up on google uh what is your favorite crossover or shared universe set of movies that 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 come to your mind right away i mean there's an there's an easy one that's probably going to be right on everybody's you know right away ready to go but what do, what do you think justin oh uh, i mean I mean, I've always, it's hard because, like, I try not to categorize, like, shared, like, the shared movie verse. One of my personal favorites is actually more in the horror genre. Okay. Uh, a lot of people kind of didn't like this movie just because of the mashup, but I'm a big fan of, like, the Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Friday the 13th. Sure. Kind of shared universe, especially Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, right. And that kind of sprung from comics, I think. Um, I think there was a comic series. But, well, it kind of goes both ways because I mean, sure. the last, the last um, Friday the Thirteenth, Jason Goes to Hell. There was like it. They were hopefully spinning out into a crossover, which didn't happen until two thousand, whenever when mm-hmm. Freddy versus Jason came out. But there was like a whole idea of a shared universe. Because there's a scene where Jason's mask gets cl- get gra- gets grabbed by Jason's glove. Oh right, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and I mean, there's a comic. There is a comic series where it is the two kind of meet up, but it also includes uh, Ash, uh, uh, Bruce Campbell's character Ash from Army of Darkness, mm-hmm. which didn't do very well. I oh, think shocking, I shocking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was all about it. Yeah. It's a cool concept. 
Yeah. You get away with that in comics a lot more than you do in film and TV. Yeah, right. Those yeah. crossovers well, like Batman versus Predator and Batman the Ninja Turtles. Alien. Yeah. Uh, Batman versus Alien, I remember that one. There was, uh, what did I just, oh, uh, there's a there's an indie book called Hack and Slash, or Hack Slash is what it's called. Yep. That crossed over with Ash. And also it crossed over with Nailbiter. Nailbiter, yep, yeah. And uh, uh, Reanimator, too. Yeah, Hack and Slash did, Hack Slash did a bunch of that. Uh, it's such a good series. If you haven't checked any of it, grab one graphic novel. You'll like it a lot. I I, I first came across them from Nailbiter, so I think I'll have to go back and try and find graphic novels of that. They got tons of trade, like a big omnibuses, which I don't like, but uh, I I adore that book. I have a Cassie Hack statue right next to my books. Nice. Plus, the writer is is really good too. He wrote the he wrote some of the Grayson stuff, and he's writing. Yeah. He writes revival. Uh, good, good Sweet. dude. Uh, okay, Johnny, you got one. Um, wh- well, like you said, I, I the the clear and obvious one is the MCU, right? Just because it's, I mean, not only is it, not only is it, um, just the, just the best as far <laughs> as like how grand the scheme is, but everything is very deftly woven into each other. Mm-hmm. Um. But if I'm gonna try to think outside the box, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop in Justin's box and in is uh, <laughs> hey pick a, a horror. Hey <laughs> um, Whoa. I'm gonna pick <laughs> I'm gonna pick a horror one, uh, and I'm gonna say that I really enjoyed the Predator versus Alien or Alien versus oh, Predator. Yeah. Okay. All so right. it's they're not great movies. The first one um, I think is better than the second. I and agree. The films are so divisive. I've talked to people who say that they're great and they're amazing. And I've talked to people who say they're the worst films ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and they hate them and they'll never watch them again. I like just loading them up and watching them sometimes just for yeah. the for the fun of it. Again, um, just uh, popcorn movies. Just throw them on and sit back. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And they and they do kind of dip into each world pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the first one especially I thought was was really cool how they – how they wove uh, the Predator stories in with the Alien stories, and we still kind of got an equal helping of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's really, aside from the horror ones, I can't think of any other real ones that were, like, super successful. I can, and I Ooh. bet, I bet you, either you may have thought of it and didn't really realize it, or you might have overlooked it. My favorite is the View Askew universe. That's the Jay and Silent Bob universe. Nah. Oh yeah. Oh. I enjoy those movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't I I I respect Kevin Smith to date. He kind of gets on my nerves lately. But that's okay cuz I like I like Clerks, Small Rats is probably my favorite of his movies. I like Dogma, Chasing Amy, and then Jane's Silent Bob and that's about it. Um but that's that's another I'd say it's a, a, a successful one. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's yeah. definitely successful. It's not my favorite. Sure. There are maybe only three or four films that I would really say are are good films to me, you know, that I actually really enjoy watching. Sure. But overall, yeah, you're right. I didn't even think about that one. Yeah. And, what, and that even, like, kind of dipped into TV because there was, like, a series of Degrassi episodes, weren't there, with Jane Silent Bob? <laughs> right. And even the Scream series when Jane Silent Bob were on the set of Scream. Oh, yeah. Like, three oh, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. That's right. So it even invaded Scream. So... Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I I chose that one because yeah, the MCU is the obvious answer because it's it's doing it so well. Um, but yeah, that's that's the big one. So yeah, we mentioned a couple of them already, and uh, we'll start with the the horror side, I guess. The Universal Monsters. You remember those guys? Yeah, uh, black and white. Yeah, back in the early '30s and '40s, the pictures. Uh, those the. <laughs> Those were technically a shared universe with Dracula, Frankenstein, the Mummy, the Invisible Man, the Wolfman, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh, that's all one shared universe, and there were a lot of movies. And they're planning on redoing the whole thing. Exactly why I brought it up. Yeah, they actually uh, yep. already already started with a movie I didn't even know about called Dracula Untold. Well, I think they're getting rid of that now. I don't think they're going to continue that as um, part of it. Yeah, I, that was the that was the plan was to was that was going to be the launching pad, oh. but it did so poorly. <laughs> um, 
that I that they're redoing it. And I th- I mean, I could be wrong, but but I've kept a pretty solid eye on this because I'm really excited okay. for this franchise. And uh, I, I think they're completely doing away with Dracula. Direct- with direct- <laughs> I can't say it right. Dracula. Dracula. <laughs> Dracula. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, and uh, and they're and they're going to start it with uh, Tom Cruise's mummy movie. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like I was just reading a quote from the director of Dracula Untold, and he said it's optional for them if they want to use it as the launching pad. As of October 15th, The Hollywood Reporter reported that the ending scenes of the film hinted that the film Dracula Untold could be included into the Monsters universe. So, yeah, it's they probably won't. That was probably, wasn't I, like, I, Frankenstein, going to be a part of that as well? No, I think that I was going to be, a, that was going to be its own franchise, I believe. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, part of the Dracula Untold thing. Yeah. All right, because so, there was, like, the thing, they were trying to make all the characters, like, badass, mm-hmm. and failed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, the I, I Frankenstein thing, I kind of clumped that in with uh abe lincoln vampire hunter and pride and prejudice and zombies like that's yeah. that weird fiction that they were doing for a while mm-hmm. uh, yeah. which which i enjoyed the abe lincoln book but it does it's hard to translate that to a movie and be you know enjoyable i thought, I thought the movie was fun sure that's, the movie was that, hilarious that's a guilty pleasure for me because it's not a good movie but i and i but i don't recognize that it's not a good movie when i watch it johnny johnny yeah. my favorite part of the movie is the very end when they go from like i think abe talking like or somebody's like narrating maybe it's the dude that, that that's in the future uh-huh. the present time and then they go right right to the credit scene is a lincoln park song i'm like oh that was perfect <laughs> I mean, you can't you can't do that any better <laughs> Oh man! Uh, yeah. Okay. So so yeah. Johnny mentioned the Mummy, starring Tom Cruise, uh, is set to come out in 2017. Uh, a year from now, less than a year from now, June 9th, 2017, a brand new Mummy movie. Ooh, Jake Johnson's gonna be in it. New girls, Jake Johnson and and Jurassic World. He was in Jurassic World as well. <laughs> He's really good in Jurassic World. Uh, Russell Crowe is gonna be in this movie, playing Henry Jekyll. Damn it! I was wait, oh, that's how yeah. they're gonna do this. <laughs> I'm really excited for that. I didn't know I that. I had, I was just reading the line, and I'm like, wait a minute, he's playing Henry Jekyll. Hang on a second. Uh, See, mm-hmm. I got super excited because I could have actually seen Russell Crowe as the mummy. They're going with a female mummy. Yeah, it's uh, oh, uh Sophia mm-hmm. Batella. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's the the girl from um, she was in Kingsman. She played the the woman with the, the um, blades, the sword, sword, sword legs, sword legs. Yeah. 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 All right, I'm down with that. Yeah, she's good. Uh, so that following the mummy is going to be again just about a year later, April 2018, the untitled Wolfman movie, which will probably just be called Wolfman. I don't, I don't see why not. Uh, and then we got an untitled Van Helsing film. Creature from the Black Lagoon, Bride of Frankenstein, Invisible Man. And then there's some wedged in between coming out in 2019 is just untitled film. Well, there's also, I, I don't think it's it's going to be involved with this area, but there's also a Nosferatu film with Doug Jones. Mm. Oh, I, I would see that. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, wait, hang on. There's casting news for all of these. Oh, uh, yeah. Johnny Depp's going to be the Invisible Man. Yeah. And, yeah. and, Angel- and they want Ooh! <laughs> yeah, I said it. They want oh, Angelina yeah. Jolie to play the Bride of Frankenstein. And no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> they're they're kind of doing the opposite of what Marvel does, where like Marvel goes for the pe- for the the actors who kind of best embody the character. Yeah. Um. Even and sometimes they're famous, sometimes they're not. Right. But mm-hmm. but they 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 cast the character. And with these movies, it seems like they're casting the actor. They're, they're, yeah, right, exactly. It's kind of like the other Wolfman movie with Benicio del Toro. Yeah, like that was. Yeah. A, I was that so was hoping a, that would be good. And, I know. Yeah. I was so excited, and I left like, well, that was a steaming pile. <laughs> <laughs> the special effects were cool. Like his transformations looked really. Oh yeah, looked really just, awesome. But the movie was just, just weirdly yeah. paced movie. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So we talked about Universal Monsters and that future of that franchise and the hands that they're in. But it's being made by the dudes that did uh, the Transformers movies. Uh, they worked with J.J. Abrams a lot. Uh, what are their names? Uh, where is it? I just lost it because I'm dumb. <laughs> there it is. Uh, Robert Orsi 
and Alex Kurtman. Mm, yeah. Kurt, Kurtzman. Those guys okay. are working on it. And the guy that's directing the new Spider-Man movie, or is he writing it? John Spates? Yeah, he's writing it. Writing it. He's writing the Mummy movie. Or he wrote it. All right. I'm super excited for this. Like, I wasn't at first, but then they're talking about doing Invisible Man, who's one of my favorites, and uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, who's another one of my favorites. Yeah. And I love Russell Crowe. I think he's perfect for, well, you should be for watching, Dr. Jekyll. You should be watching Once Upon a Time. They're doing Jekyll and Hyde right now. I've tried. <laughs> I, I I'm one of those people. I have a hard time giving up on shows, so I'm watching it till, till the bitter end. Like I said with Smallville, and that nearly killed me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's gonna probably do the same thing to me with Arrow. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. So we talked about Alien and Predator. We talked about Friday the Thirteenth and A Nightmare on Elm Street. You know uh, they were gonna expand that with um. There was an, there was talk of doing a Freddy versus Jason two with um. It, they left it to a vote last time I heard, like years ago, where who would he fight? Either le- where who would be added to the mix of Leather he- uh, Leatherface or um, Michael Myers? Mm. And then there was the talk where they wanted um, to do a crossover of Freddy, or they wanted to do uh, Leprechaun versus Chucky. Ha! Huh? Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then uh, I remember because they talked about it at Co- New York City Comic Con a couple years back. But the director of the Chucky franchise was asked that question. He was like, "No, I feel like it would be better match if it was Chucky versus Freddy," which makes no sense to me. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, um, <clears throat> shoot. Oh, uh, Johnny, you saw Ninja Turtles, right? Out of the Shadows. I did. So I saw it recently, and uh, Justin, when you see it, maybe you can look. When they're in the sewer, uh, where the turtles live, there is a phone booth in there, and they have like a bunch of stuff collected inside of it. Yeah. I swear there is a green Power Ranger helmet in that phone booth. That wouldn't surprise me. There's a there's a there's actually ever heard of the the TV show of uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Next Mutation. I yes. Yeah. There's a crossover episode they did with the Power Rangers. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so I would not be surprised. Yeah, I was I saw it, I'm like, no way. That's awesome. It's just I don't think it's a crossover, it's just a nod. Yeah. I don't at I all see feel that. Like, <laughs> I feel like they'd fit. I mean, from what we've seen of the new Power Rangers movie, right? And it's really only some set photos and their costumes. Yeah. Just based on that, like Rita Repulsa looks it's like she would fit in that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles universe. Yeah, and, she looks great, Rita. And I'm oddly even more attracted to Elizabeth I, Banks. I agree with that. I've always been attracted to her, and now that she's playing an evil bad lady wearing that, I'm so in. Mm, <laughs> do you think she's going to be sultry? Uh, or just straight up evil? Str- I don't care what she does, it's going to be I, hot. I kind of want her to have the voice, though, of the original Rita Repulsa. That would not be oh, right. That would be awesome. Just to throw it off. That is that is a huge turn off. Yeah. <laughs> I liked uh, the, the bad guy from the second one. They made her pretty, like, sultry. The second movie, the racing one. I didn't see that one. Uh, I took my brother to it, and I remember, that was, you know, the formative years. <laughs> Uh, what one? What one did you say? I spaced. Uh, the second one, the, the, the racing Turbo one. Rangers. I think it was Tur. Yeah, Turbo. Oh, the oh yeah yeah yeah. Would they they go to like an island or something? Yeah, right right. right. The bad yeah. chick from that was pretty attractive, I think. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, and the good. chick, the chick who gave them their ninja powers in the first oh, movie. Yeah, she was good looking too. Adam got himself a kiss. <laughs> wow! Now <laughs> forget we're, that. We're we're doing some deep cuts here, guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was uh, super jealous because he was the frog, which is the best, and he got to kiss the cute chick. You lucky dog, Adam. Stupid frogs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, so let's move forward. We talked about Viewers Universe. All right, let's dig into this Men in Black Twenty One Jump Street fiasco. <sighs> so, fiasco. So Will Smith won't do Independence Day, re- <laughs> the sec, the, you know, the second one, but he's gonna do this apparently. MIB oh, is, he, is he confirmed? No, I, no, he's I, not. He and Tommy Lee Jones weren't going to be in it. Yeah, MIB twenty three is what it's slated to be called. Uh, the only people that are signed on are Jan- Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill. Um, and this is all all. Do you remember that Sony hack thing like two years ago? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is all, fr- it was part of those emails being hacked. Like, this was being talked about. Everyone's like, oh, wow, this is not good. Like, wh- why? Why are you having this conversation? Oh, no. Am I the only one who likes this? I'm pretty sure you are. Oh, I don't, I don't no. know. I'm super excited for Justin, it. Justin, are you excited for this? I like Men in Black. I've never seen the the <clears throat> the Channing Tatum, Jonah Hill cluster fuck movies. <gasps> they're I like great. The, I like the first one a lot. See, the, oh, like, they're it, hilarious. I think, I think it's just in that chamber. Where I, like, I don't like Channing Tatum, and I'm just not a fan of like Jonah. Like, they're the whole comedy action works for me sometimes, but I'm very picky. Yeah. When it comes to that stuff, and like Twenty One Jump Street, I was just like, eh, and not not my kind of thing. And the kind of weird, kind of offset that now that Twenty One Jump Street's going to do with Aliens, it's even takes it further away from me. I really think you should see him, buddy. I think I might you might. Take him out I think point. you might be surprised. I expected to hate it. Yeah. Um, and and I at the time felt nothing for Channing Tatum. What what this movie has going for it is its director for me. It's James Bobin and he is of Flight of the Concords fame. Mm. He worked with Brett really? Brett and Jermaine on all that. He worked he helped create Ali G, Borat and Bruno with, with Ali G. Wow. Uh well he's a funny dude. Like he helped oh no, he directed the latest Muppets two Muppets movies and, and Alice Through the Looking Glass. So let's not hold that one against him, but mm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, I don't know. I think that, he's got that going for him. The movie's got that going for him. And it's replacing the 21 Jump Street, the threequel, the, the third one. It's in place of that. So, I don't know. We'll see. I, I'll i see it. I probably won't see it in the theater, but I'll see it. I think it's going to surprise everyone. I mean, 21 Jump Street, the first one surprised everyone. Even the second one, which people expected, you, you know, you can't follow up the first one. And it was... It was almost as good as the first one. Um, I, I didn't like the second one. I, I really, you didn't like the second one? I, I, I was surprised and can still enjoy the first one. I can go back and watch it and still laugh. The second one, not so much. Mm. I, don't, I don't hate it, but... You just don't like it as much as the first. Right, right. I Which, you. Do you a, think if it was just that movie that it would that I, you'd like it more? Or because it's a sequel? I thought they fell back on a lot of the same jokes. Yeah, but I, that, but that was intentional. Like right. throughout the movie, they would say something like, "I feel like we've done this before," or, <laughs> right. My or like when they show up to the station in Twenty One Jump Street, the building is closed, and yeah. they said, "Oh, I guess we're right over here," and it's Twenty Two <laughs> Jump Street. Right, right. The My favorite line of either of those movies is when they go to their police chief, played by Ron Swanson, and <laughs> they're talk. He's talking about what their next assignment <laughs> is, and it's the plot of the movie essentially, and he says. I don't know why this will never work. <laughs> it's like it's like saying it's an old file from the eighties. Yeah, in the first one. Yeah, in the first one. He He's, says uh, he said something like the you know the the executives or the higher ups <laughs> think that we need to rehash this old material, um, and so for you know we're we're gonna we're bringing this old plan out of retirement, and then they do the close up on his face. He says, "You guys are are to report to Jump Street, thirty seven <laughs> Jump Street." Right. Right. Oh wait, that's not right. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's got its moments, Justin. I think you should then, check it out. And then well, the second one, when he says, uh, he says the first one was so successful, was a surprising success. Nobody <laughs> thinks it can be done again. Right. But for some reason, they think that if they throw a bigger budget at it, and you guys do exactly the same thing, that we'll get double the results. Yeah. And Jenny Tatum's like, that's stupid. Yeah. Right. Uh, Ooh, I really like fact, Ice Cube too. The fact, the fact that these movies are very self referencing themselves like <clears throat> makes me more interest intrigued to kind of watch them because like they know what they're using yeah uh it makes me more i think they're free on hulu or i think they're on hulu right now so maybe i'll watch one tomorrow well what's what's great is it's the it's exactly it's true to life when you go back to high school like when i was in high school you had to wear your backpack on one shoulder yeah that was cool and now you have to wear it on two shoulders to be cool. And it's like, it, I, it, it's true. Like, it's so stupid. It's great. It's, Channing it's Tatum awesome. is so upset because he's not as popular as he was when he went to high school. Right. And Jonah Hill somehow is because he's a big nerd and he's smart. <laughs> that movie's great. I want to watch it again now. Uh, all right. Let's move on to something that we can all agree sucks. Uh, there's, an anac- <laughs> there's an anaconda in Lake Placid. 
crossover. Oh yeah. <laughs> Lake Placid versus Anaconda. It came out just Is that what it's called? Yeah, it came out just last year. Huh. <laughs> huh. See, that's the kind of movie I'll go and watch just because I know how idiotic it is. Well, and here's I... here's here's the cover. <laughs> I will describe this cover to you. A giant crocodile. This is all animated, obviously. Mm-hmm. A giant chronic, uh, crocodile is wrapped up by a giant snake, and the giant snake has a half-eaten woman in a swimsuit in its mouth. Nice. While well, of course, while the crocodile is trying to bite at her legs. Oh, like they're gonna, so by the end they they realize that their mothers share the same name and they become best friends. You got yes. it. Oh, twist. <laughs> uh, so. Yes, Robert England stars in this movie. Oh, now I have to watch it. (laughs) And and Corin Nemec, you might remember from Parker Lewis, Can't Lose. Oh, gosh. And he played Harold Harold Lauder in The Stand, that old ABC miniseries. Uh, Yeah. Good, good times. All right. Since we're on the fa- since we're talking about these those kind of movies, what about the, like the Sharktopus movies that are crossovers, <laughs> right. Shark- like the sci-fi franchise? Well, there's the the Sharknado and Lava Lantula is a Lava is, is a shared universe. Sharktopus versus Whale Wolf. <laughs> Have you heard of that? No, there's a oh. there's a sequel to Lava Lantula being called Two Lava Two Lantula. Yes, unreal. Yes. <laughs> I don't care uh, the, for that. <laughs> and there's another Sharktopus crossover with uh, Pateracuda. No, of course, Pateracuda. Yeah. I can't handle it. It's it's so bad. Oh, sci-fi. Mm. Um, there's a location in uh, there's 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 an Archie versus Sharknado thing. Oh, I have that. I have that. <laughs> it's, it's a it's a one shot comic that was based off of the um. Archie crossover things because yeah. there's the Archie versus uh, the Archie. He's like uh, a bunch of horror things. Yeah, there's um Afterlife with Archie, which is an ongoing series with uh with like the walk like Walking Dead kind of like zombie apocalypse, mm-hmm. and then there's a one shot of Archie versus Sharknado, and then there's a four part series on Archie versus Predator. <laughs> <laughs> the, it, it, that one's just do you think, fun. Do you think the CW is going to do that in their Riverdale show? For sure. I I would I would love it. I would I would be full for it. I it, I think it's going to cross. I think their Archie show is going to uh, cross cross over with Flash. Probably. Uh, I think Flash you, is going to super speed into their or? universe. I'm being semi serious. Oh, I I God. could totally see an episode. You know, first or second season to get ratings up. Right, first season they do it. So that they'll get people watching, but second season they do it because first season wasn't doing so well. The obvious but joke to make Flash just shows up. Yeah, the obvious joke to make is I'd like to see Supernatural crossover to Vampire Diaries and kill all the vampires. But then there's a part of me that actually kind of wants the Winchester Brothers from Supernatural to meet Oliver Queen. Uh, there's part of me that just wants that to happen. I don't know why, because <laughs> <laughs> it's just because those guys interact with each other on Twitter and it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. And so part of me wants to see that. But anyway, uh, there's a book that came out with one of my loot crates, How to Survive a Sharknado and Other Unnatural Disasters, colon. Yeah, fight that book's back. amazing. Yeah, fight back when monsters and Mother Nature attack. If you pause one moment, I think I still have it. I don't. <laughs> it's such a good book. Uh, I, I was going to read through some of these monsters. I think we've done that on a podcast before, but they've got like a whole book. It's just all monsters and it tells you how to survive, your your chances of survival. And they're all sci-fi original movies. Yeah. 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 So that... <laughs> hey, there you go, kids. Anything, Interesting. You can make anything a sci-fi original movie. Um, okay, so there's the MCU. We talked about that. I mean, there's not much we need to say other than it's it's tough tough to crack that one. Uh, they, yeah. They're, they're at the top of the game when it comes they're to... They're really doing it. <laughs> yeah. And it crosses over to TV. Shocking. <laughs> yep I, I bet the if they don't already they're gonna have their own line of comic books based on the mcu i'm sure uh they do in fact they do they've br- brought characters from shield into the agents of shield comic book which is not connected to the tv show at all yep oh in fact i think i read what did i just read maybe civil war well, part one or no uh ant-man i can't remember what i just oh it was an x-men book i think it might have been uh 
the new all new Wolverine. They had Fitz was in it. Oh yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Like cause... Fitz and Simmons crossed over in an Ultimate Spider-Man episode too. See, perfect. Uh, see, Marvel knows what they're doing. And they were voiced by the same actors from the show. Oh, that's cool. Is that like? Yeah. A, is it that? Is that show current? Uh, that's on now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's in season four right now. It, yeah, just wrapped up season four and how awful it was. Oh no! <laughs> and that's coming from I've, a Spider-Man fan. I made yeah. it halfway through. I haven't finished it yet. I I save them and I I mean sometimes I'll watch them by myself, but these ones I'm saving to watch. I'll say it. What Mar what I miss from Marvel are the one shots. Yeah, yeah so I was good. just talking to Randy about this too. Like I the All Hail the King one, the last one they did where they fixed everything wrong with Iron Man three. Like, yeah, I, I that was that's my favorite one. Plus, they brought back uh, the dude, the bad guy from Iron Man two. Yeah, uh, Sam Rockwell's character. I feel like I feel like it'd be such a great idea. Um, I wonder how many more butts and seats they would get if they would include a Marvel one shot. Maybe not with every movie, but like once a year, one of the movies has a Marvel one shot in the front or the back. You know, sometimes you go see a movie and there's like a cartoon in front of it. Like the oh, Pixar sure. movies usually have something. Yeah. yeah. How cool would it be to go see a Marvel movie and it starts with something like Coulson on his way to get Thor's hammer, you know, something like that, but something current. And it doesn't have to have anything to do with the movie, just its own little one shot that you can enjoy a pre-movie. It's I think that would, I would I would enjoy that and especially it's a good way for you to kind of throw out characters but you don't want to spend too much time just developing. And like, they have a lot of options too. Yeah. Like, like you were saying the the characters they could throw in are just uh there's so many. Right. Yeah, there's like a running gag that Matt and I talk about that we think would be great like sort of like what they did in um the last two Captain America movies. The beginning of the movie, you just have like a battle with a guy, like with a bad guy. You don't need to know his backstory, like nothing like that. You just have a full on brawl and then it that's over. It's done with like you don't need anything else from that. Oh, yeah, that'd be so cool. Yeah. So we always said that it would be funny if they did like if when they kind of like how Batman kind of does it with the scarecrow. Um, oh sure. In the in the Nolan stuff, where if they had like a in the Spider-Man universe, just take like one of the shittiest like comic bad guys, like the tricks, the trapster, and just have uh, him just get his ass handed to him at the end, like in the like in the move each movie, just for fun. That would be funny, and that'd be very Spider-Man. Yeah. For him to, for him to beat up a a, a C-list villain in in the beginning of every movie, but not yeah. to the movie. That would be cool. I would like that. All right. So moving on from the MCU, we have the DCEU, the DC Extended Universe, which began with Man of Steel. Any fans? I liked it. No. Okay. Uh, (laughs) And then continued with Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. No. And that happened. Uh, (laughs) Next. Both of those... Did not kill the franchise, and it will continue on to Suicide Squad, then Wonder Woman, then Justice League Part 1. Soon to be followed by The Flash, Aquaman, Shazam, Justice League sequel, Cyborg, and finally Green Lantern Corps. Probably not finally, by the way. So I wonder if they hadn't already started production on Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman and setting up all these other movies, if they had just waited to see how Batman v Superman went, if they would be continuing this universe. Or if they'd say, hey, look, we had two movies... Neither movie was was as successful as it should have been, so maybe we need to try something new. Well, let's be careful. They were both successful, but not well received. Well, no, they they were not as successful as like like Batman v Superman should not have struggled. It hasn't even cracked a billion, right? And it's the first feature film with Batman and Superman in it, so the names alone sure should have put butts in seats, but the. The negative reception, the overwhelmingly negative reception to the movies led to people saying, I'm not going to go see it in theaters. I'll wait till it comes out on Mm Blu-ray. So got to get that ultra edition. Right. So so financially, yes, it was successful in that it made money, but it was not as successful as it should have been. Same with Man of Steel. The negative reception it got prevented people from going to see it. Um, or led to people making decisions not to go see it. So, again, it made decent money. 
but it didn't make nearly what it should have made considering it's a Superman movie. Well, let me ask both of you this. So Batman v Superman is standing at $872.6 million right now. Man of Steel made $668 million. Suicide Squad is next. Will Suicide Squad be less than Man of Steel in between the two movies or more than Batman v Superman? More. More than Batman v Superman? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with I that. I, I think it's going to topple over those two, mainly because everyone, I, I partially because everyone is so, like, ridiculously obsessed with Harley Quinn. And, right. It, like, that alone, I, I kind of, I remember, like, when Jenny was saying that this movie seems very much like a hot top. I think it was Jenny, it was like a hot topic. Yeah, like resurgence. Th- thank you for making me relive this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I agree with that to an extent, and I feel like that's what partially is going to draw this is because of the overabundance of Harley Quinn merchandise that's been going on for years. Yeah. Um, so everyone's mainly going to go for that and the Joker, and I think that alone is what's really going to get more people in versus like what the actual movie's about. Sure. Just the appeal. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that. And I would also add on that. I think that, uh, people are desperate for these movies to be good. Yeah. Like they really want them to be successful. Like I want them to be successful. Well, I think, I think your, your, your old school diehard, like Batman fans want this to be successful because it is the first appearance of Harley Quinn. Uh, in live action, and then it's also a new Joker. So you want it to be successful, and plus Batman is in it. And I think you want it also to be successful because you we don't want this universe to suck. We yeah. really want this universe to thrive like the Marvel Universe because we love these characters so much, and that's why we're so passionate about why Batman v Superman was handled so poorly. And <clears throat> I don't know. When I, when I look at other movies that I think have the Suicide Squad feel... I mean, the only one that you can really compare it to that has the same kind of feel so far, because we haven't seen this movie. This is just hearsay and speculation. But Guardians, obviously, I think is the closest we come to this movie based on just premise alone. Just unlikely yeah. people, yeah. Un- an ugly, unlikely group of people coming together to do something heroic. Yeah, uh, I would agree with that. And that movie made $773 million. And for as successful as we call that movie, it did not make Batman v Superman money. But again, that's a group of unknown superheroes. Yeah, it's the it's the expectation. You wouldn't right. expect mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't have expected that regardless of how good it is. Right. You take you take the quality of it out. Um, I would not have expected that group of characters to be as successful as they were. But the movie was good enough that people wanted to go see it. And that's that was the exact opposite with Batman v Superman. People yeah. wanted it to be good. They wanted to go and see it, but when they heard how terrible it was, yeah, right? They just they chose not to. And then so, you flip you flip the coin. You go to a movie like Civil War, which is a all intents and purposes is Avengers three. Yeah, mm-hmm. one point one billion dollars, and that's two months after Batman v Superman, or a month and a half. Yeah, I feel like that one should have made a little bit more. I, I believe that uh, that's only two. It's only been out for a month and a half. Yeah, I think I, honestly, I think it would be at more if it weren't for Batman v Superman. I really do think that that your casual audience, the people who don't follow these these movies, who don't listen to podcasts, right? Just people who go and want to have a good time would burn know, out I don't, I don't by know. movies like BVS. I've never heard of these people. Oh, they oh oh, they're weirdos. <laughs> Freaks. Hey, they'll never, they'll never hear this, they right? Say what's the bang of minks? Crazy. All right, let's move on from the comic book universe and jump into the giant monster universe. Yes. So, yes. Uh, 2014, we got a rebooted. Godzilla film by Gareth Edwards, who's now doing uh, Rogue One, Star Wars Rogue One. I believe that was him, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gareth Edwards. Uh, not well received by many. I enjoyed it. Um, I, it it's a very underappreciated movie. Well, everybody, I mean, everybody wants to jump on how little 
uh, <clears throat> Brian Cranston is in the movie because oh, okay. this is this is like coming off the huge Breaking Bad thing. Like this is like his, one of his first yeah. movies he did after that that show. And then everybody's like, oh, Aaron, Aaron, there's too much time spent with Aaron Taylor Johnson and Elizabeth Olsen. Well, like, you got to have the humanity of the movie, too. Yeah. So gotta... But I mean, like, I'm a, I'm a huge follower of Godzilla films. Uh, I have, like, all of them on original Japanese runs with, like, English subtitles. But you don't watch, you don't watch these Godzilla movies for the humanity aspects. You want to see just monsters fight and then <laughs> sprinkle in whatever real dialogue is right. happening. <laughs> yeah, just throw a storyline in there, but exactly. somehow make the monsters fight. Yeah, exactly. And that's all anyone ever really cared about. And I think this movie was did a. I think Godzilla did a really good job, kind of reintroducing the idea of the monster uh, and bringing in a new audience. Even though everyone was like, either there was too much monster, wasn't enough. Like whatever, mm-hmm. I, I thought it, it. I thought it was actually a really well balanced like monster film. Yeah, I like I say I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah, I I agree. I I think it was maybe a little bit too long. Yeah, they could um, cut some. I can get out. on that. I can get on board with that. Yeah. Yeah, but if if you take the length away, if you cut out like even twenty minutes of it, I feel mm-hmm. like it's a it's a much better movie. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm with you guys. I enjoyed it for what it was. Now. In 2013, right when this movie was coming out, Guillermo del Toro started talking about what if we crossed over Godzilla with his kaiju movie Pacific Rim. Uh, it never happened. There's nothing. Nothing's really coming of that. I mean, Pacific Rim Two is being hard to make right now as it is. Taking production hell. Right. Mm-hmm. It'll get made, but when? Like, is I think they just didn't they announce some casting for that. They just announced uh, John Boyega was in it. That's it. Yeah, Boyega. Yeah, there's, yeah he's there's, gonna play. There's your movie killer, uh, Idris Elba's character's son. Is that true? Or are you making that up? No, I read that. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know how accurate it is, but that it, in the report that he was announced, that is that was what was tacked on. Yeah, and and for anybody that caught that little remark, he's not a movie killer. I was just kidding. <laughs> he's, a damn, he's a damn. Fi- he's a damn fine actor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but since we're not getting the kaiju versus Godzilla, we are getting a monster island type concept with these movies. We're gonna get uh, King Kong Skull Island, or just Kong mm-hmm. Skull Island. That's coming out next. Uh, it comes out March of 2017, followed by Godzilla two. Yes. In 2019, followed by Godzilla versus Kong in 2020. Hmm. The one thing I like, I'm excited, but at the same time. I'm one of those few people like, yeah, the original King Kong versus Godzilla was fun, but even even the realm of monster films, this makes not a lot of sense because Godzilla's a giant lizard with gamma breath who towers over King Kong anyway, who's just a monkey. A giant monkey. A giant monkey, but still like Godzilla, I think I, I think right now this Godzilla is like the biggest of the series. I think it would have to if you're going to do a, a quote-unquote believable yeah. Godzilla versus King Kong movie. And I say that with the, the loosest of believability because yeah. of what we're talking, the source material here. It was funny. We were rewatching the first Turtles movie, uh, the, the, the remakes, and a buddy, or my roommate was watching it. And we're watching it, and all this crazy stuff happens. And I can't remember what it was exactly. Oh, it's something when they're falling down the, the cliff, uh, the snow-covered cliff. Again, uh, why there's snow wherever they are and not snow in Manhattan. I don't get it, but uh, they don't, they don't travel far to get to that guy's house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cause it's a 15 minute helicopter ride to Manhattan. <clears throat> anyway, anyway, the logic behind that, something happens. Semantics. Right. Something, some yeah. physics, some physics thing happens in like one of the trucks flips or something is like, Oh, that's crap. That would never happen. And I just looked at him like there's talking turtles, dude. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's believable. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> they're they're mutants, for you. Dave. They're mutants. Yeah. That's believable. <laughs> I think the only thing that King Kong has going for him is that being an ape, he possesses more intelligence than Godzilla was, so he'd, yeah. he'd have to outsmart him. He'd be well, like, hey, I'm over here. Listen, and he goes like, do a little monkey dance. He's right? he's, he's smart. He goes right for the blonde. Yeah, it's always for the blonde. Oh. And in this, in this particular movie, I think that's Brie Larson. It is. Typical man. Yeah. I, I would go straight for Brie Larson myself. So I would too. Uh, Boy, 
you, you got to go through Tom Hiddleston to get to her, but I'm into it. Well, Let's... he's too busy hanging out with Taylor Swift. So we're uh, fine. All right. We're not getting into that. <laughs> hey, we, we all read the same news. We all yeah. saw We all saw the pictures. Yeah. Uh, Oh no! <laughs> so Captain Captain, we don't want Captain Marvel hooking up with Loki anyway. <laughs> yeah, forget that. I didn't, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> They're, they'd have this weird sexual tension on screen that doesn't belong. It, yeah, it's good. If, it, it would be like a weird mini. There's your one shot right there. Yeah, like right. Trying to keep their relationship together, <laughs> like them going out on a date. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I think. Yeah. All right. So the last crossover universe that that's being talked about is the the toy universe, oh. uh, Hasbro, the Hasbro one. Yeah. I think that the Transformers is Hasbro, right? Yes. Yes. Yep. So there's Transformers, GI Joe, and Gem. Oh, I don't. I I I didn't hear about Gem. I heard it was those two plus the Micronauts, Mask, and Rom. <laughs> Well, the first, uh, the G.I. Joe Retaliation Director, John M. Chu, this is 2015 fall, this last fall, said he, his intentions are to make a crossover between Transformers, G.I. Joe, and Jim. Oh, okay. Well, uh, hopefully that just means that as the robots are fighting, a Jim and the Hologram song is going to play over the radio. Right, yeah, that's all we need. <laughs> like I'd, rather, I'd rather they go back to Linkin Park songs that they were using for many, many yeah. of the Transformers <laughs> movies. <laughs> Uh, so yes, yeah, the, the Hasbro Cinematic Universe. Um, yeah, like you were saying, there's there's the Hasbro Studios, and the movies they're talking about. Uh, they're gonna make a Pound Puppies movie and a My yes. Little Ponies. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Damn it! <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to crush your dreams. I but... would go see a My Little Pony movie for sure. Oh, not a not a Pound Puppies movie. Come nah, on, Pal Puppies were way cooler puppies. than My Little Pony. Is Big Paw going to be in it? If Big Paw's in it, I'll go see it. Of he course. has to be in it. But if there's no Big Paw, then screw that. Yeah. Uh, they're they're already developing the Stretch Armstrong, Armstrong TV show for Netflix. <laughs> yes. uh, that is not a joke, by the way. <laughs> is that the same thing as... Um, I remember they were talking about Bubblegum Joe was going to be a thing. I don't know. I, I don't think... It's, it's not Hasbro, but for some reason that made me think of that. That's what you do with these with these kind of weird offshoot characters like Stretch Armstrong, Bazooka Joe, that cool duck on the bubble yum with the oh, yeah. with the mohawk and yeah. the ear. Oh yeah, piercing, right. You just you you make a if you want to make a bubblegum duck movie, right? You don't just make a bubble gum a bubblegum duck movie. You make a, <laughs> a bubblegum duck movie with appearances from Bazooka Joe. And appearances from Stretch Armstrong. Yeah, right. And that one. <laughs> uh, so, okay, real quick. The full-length feature films that have been made by Hasbro Studios are as follows so far. None of them are crossing over, but this is their uh, this is their batting record. Transformers, Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, G.I. Joe, Rise of Cobra, Transformers Dark of the Moon, which is a title that doesn't make any sense, Battleship, Battleship, again, I'm saying it one more time, just to stress <laughs> that movie happened. G.I. Joe Retaliation, Transformers Age of Extinction, Ouija, or Ouija, however you want to pronounce it. I pronounce it I just Ouija. watched that the other night. Was that really Hasbro? Yeah. Oh, huh. Interesting. Gem and the Holograms, which came out to very little lackluster. Uh, anyway, this is what's to come. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I can't not do it with a smile on my face. Uh, okay, so Ouija, ho- colon, Origin of Evil. Okay. Comes out this Halloween. Trans- Transformers: The Last Night. We all know about mm-hmm. My Little Pony. Being dist- wait for real? Yeah, for real. It's an animated movie. Not surprised. Well, it better it better come out at a time <laughs> when my daughter's with me, so I can have an excuse to go see it. October sixth, twenty seventeen. You do uh, not need an excuse. Yep, I'm in. To go oh, see that's it. just after her birthday. That's her birthday present. <laughs> oh no, it is your present, sir. <laughs> wow, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sweetheart this is my treat <laughs> you can enjoy it but just not as much as I will yeah. uh, okay the untitled Bumblebee film yeah. Transformers yeah. 6 G.I. Joe 3 because of course of course <clears throat> and here we go Hungry Hungry Hippos yes Tonka <laughs> Tonka 
<laughs> which is which is also being produced by Happy Madison. <laughs> oh, Adam's, now I'm now I'm not interested. Adam Sandler's company, Magic uh, the Gathering. Oh no! <laughs> and these are just the titles here: Plato, Beyblade, <laughs> Monopoly. I knew about that one. Dungeons and Dragons, the movie. But Warner oh, Brothers, Warner Brothers has some investment into that. Uh, Candyland, also Happy Madison. Oh. And Action Man. Oh, sweet. Uh, but, but the uh, yes, the Hasbro movie verse is GI Joe, Micronauts, Visionaries, Mask, and Rom. I'm telling you right now, I would have blown my lid if you were to say that they were making an Ants in My Pants movie. <laughs> don't break the ice. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, I don't see Mousetrap on here anywhere, and it should all be about setting it up and just not even playing it and just making the thing go. Well, it didn't must... they have a mouse? Tra- oh, no, that was Mouse Hunt with uh, Nathan <laughs> yeah. Lane. Nathan Lane, right. Yeah, oh, they right. must have taken off Jenga, because I remember they talked about turning that into a movie. Maybe maybe some In other... all seriousness. The Walmart studios got that one. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they found out about the Tetris movie and didn't want to compete. <laughs> right. We're not making or, two block movies. Or maybe they were like, no, forget that. Connect four. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> sorry. We're doing sorry. Yes. <laughs> this is all stupidly exciting. How can we how can we turn Don't Wake Daddy into a horror film? <laughs> oh, that's easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Lights Out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is yeah. there a spin the bottle movie yet where if the bottle lands on you you die? Yes, that should happen. That's the next one. Oh boy. Alright, so that's all the ones I could find. Were there any that you guys want to talk about that I didn't bring up? Um There was another one that I heard about, but I don't think there's anything about it. It was in more I think I think it was like Star Trek related. Mm-hmm. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking, um, the Star Trek, um, Green Lantern comic they did. Also a good mashup comic. I enjoyed that one too. I never read that one. That was good. And they, that. they did that one first and then they announced Batman and Ninja Turtles and both of them I enjoyed that very much. Actually, su- actually, surprisingly, the, there's been a lot more recently of comic mashups now that I'm thinking about that I haven't seen before. Like there was no, did anyone read the Gotham Academy series? I have them. I just haven't read them yet. Because they just did a crossover with uh, the Lumberjanes, uh, which I guess was got really good reviews. Hmm. I guess. And then there's um, I know they're doing a crossover, another Alien and Predator crossover, but with Judge Dread. Oh, I'd be into that. Which, yeah, I kind of want to see that as a movie. <laughs> well, you anyway. just pick up. You just do, like, Alien and Predator invade, like, Dredd's world, like, Carl Urban Dredd, and just go to town. I mean, you just said the magic words. Carl Urban, Judge Dredd, movie, and mm. the internet's gonna go crazy about it. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's the, that is how the sequel of Dredd needs to go. I uh, Yeah, I think a lot of people just want that to happen regardless, but that would be cool, too. All right, so... There, there was one more. Oh, uh, sure. That I, I I remember it had been mentioned, but I just had to look it up now to remember everything about it. Um, the Rock, Dwayne Johnson, is teamed with uh, Universal now to, I'm going to read it here, to produce a collective universe of films based on the best-selling novels of Robert Ludlum, who uh, is best known for creating the Jason Bourne series. So it's going to be a, a shared universe, of like a Ludlum universe. And The Rock is going to be at the center of it. Of course he is. Because he's got so much free time. Yes. Well, he just doesn't do enough stuff. <laughs> I think He's, he's gonna a be lazy a, guy. I'm pretty sure he's going to be at WrestleMania again next year. And uh, I'm pretty sure he's the new Nicolas Cage. Uh, he just, has, uh, he just hasn't, hasn't had that role where he freaks out, you know, like every one of Nick Cage, every other Nick Cage movie. Yeah. I feel like he's just in that kind of same kind of thing that Nicolas Cage. I highly doubt he owed that much money, but for, I think The Rock is just going to get more on that where he just does everything that like comes his way. Like he doesn't read the scripts or anything. He's just like, "Hey, we want you to do this. I'm in." Right, right. I was surprised. I, he's already I, voicing I, that new Disney Manoa Moana. Like, oh, the Moana, yeah. And he's got Central Intelligence coming out. 
he's got a bunch of movies coming out. The guy just never stops working. But I do think he's fairly particular because yeah. he hasn't really done a bad movie. Like the only one he did where I was scratching my head was like it was uh, that Tooth Disney Fairy. one, Tooth Fairy. Yeah. But even that, I get it because right. every actor kind of goes through that. Like, you know, I'm Jim Carrey and I need to do Mr. Popper's Penguins real quick. Like <laughs> right. you just have to knock out one of those kid films and and then yeah. and then move on. Go about your business. I agree. I agree. Yeah. All right. But whatever it is, I'm excited for it. Anything anything The Rock is in, I'll watch. <laughs> Even Journey to the Center of the Earth 2? Even that. I liked it more than the first one because of, of The Rock. Huh. He's so charming. I wish he was my best friend. We can make that happen. We, we can, can we you? Can, we'll start a campaign. Well, I don't know if you knew this, but Rock is one of the most one of the most famous people that listen to our podcast. Is he really? Just one of them. What, what are the other enough. famous ones? Uh, I don't like to brag. Uh, oh, you don't Steven Spielberg. Oh, uh, he does. Okay. Yeah. J.J. Abrams doesn't stop tweeting at me. Like, oh. I I kind of have to tell him, you know, I got stuff to do. I have a job. You know, I can't I can't just sit here and talk about stuff with you. Like, yeah, I like Star Wars. Back off, man. <laughs> yes, Han shot first. Okay, okay. I get it. You like lens flare. Let's 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 move yeah. on. <laughs> Abrams, geez, I'll read over your script when I have a moment. Gosh, right. I'll tell you how to make Cloverfield a better franchise, but I, it's... it's just oh, not right no. now. <laughs> uh, you didn't like Cloverfield Lane? I did it until the end. Oh, because of the out of nowhere. Yeah, I don't want to give it away. Still, there's still a lot of people that haven't seen it, and it's out on. You can get it now. Just go watch it. I I enjoyed the movie for what it was. It was a great suspense thriller, mm-hmm. uh, and I thought the acting was amazing. But uh, the ending kind of let me down, and I knew what to expect because it's a Cloverfield film. Like it's not necessarily set in that universe, but it's like an anthology type movie, mm. where they're yeah. going to be kind of having these weird sci-fi type twists. Anyway, uh, all right, that's the show this week. If we missed anything that you think we should have talked about, hit us up on Twitter, at Tomakitum. The Just Two Pals are on Twitter. They are at? Uh, Just Two Pals. There he is. You can find them there. Or if you want to just talk to Johnny, he is at? Johnny Wallens. And the Two Broke Geeks are on Twitter. They are? Two uh, BG Pod. There it is. And... Uh, uh, do you want people to follow you on Twitter? You're, sure, yeah. Follow me at Jay Pomegranate. He's a very interesting follow. Do it now. Especially for the next two months. Yeah, you're going to want to do that. For sure. All right. Yeah. So do me a favor. Go to iTunes. Subscribe to the Two Broke Geeks podcast. And keep checking iTunes for Just Two Pals and subscribe to those fine, fine gentlemen's podcast or... Just head over to AtomicKingdom.com, click on Just Two Pals. All their episodes are right there. You can listen to them right on your computer, your phone, your tablet, whatever. You can download them, listen to them later, because why not? Dave is promising $100 to the first 22 people who subscribe to Just Two Pals. The the opinions of Johnny are necessarily the opinions of Dave and are not true whatsoever. All right, setting up a bunch of... Twitter fake Twitter accounts. <laughs> the hundred dollars is monopoly tune in money. To, tune in to just oh. two pals if you want to hear us complain about how Dave backs out on deals he makes. <laughs> right. uh, I never signed any paperwork. I never shook any hands. Uh, this is getting out of hand. You're all fired. Oh. Anyway, all right. Uh, TomandKingdom.com is where you can find all of our fantastic stuff, all the podcasts, all the articles, all the reviews that are fit to print to a website. Don't don't print the internet. That would take a long time. Mm. Just go there and look at it digitally and drool. Unless you want to have a paper copy. You could, yes. Send Weirdos. all requests for internet paper copies to Kevin Smith, care of... <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, uh, yeah, so uh, I got nothing. I'm out of words. Um, thank you for listening, as always. Oh, also, the introduction, the song that we, we just started playing, our new theme song, was produced and manufactured by our friend Mike Schmidt. He is on Twitter. He always makes all kinds of cool little music. He's Mikey Flash on Twitter, at Mike Schmidt. 
uh, at Mike Schmidt 09. Follow him. Listen to his music. He makes a lot of cool stuff. He does it all real geek related. He has some fun conversations from time to time about all geek things. He's always around to live tweet episodes when they're on. He'll live tweet random things he's watching on TV. So he's a fun guy and he creates all our music. And we just want to say thank you for this brand new song. Just to kind of refresh the podcast, make it hip and new for all you cool cats. We're DC rebirthing it. Yes. Yes, that's right. We are giving rebirth. The all new We're all birthing. <laughs> right. And it is a water birth. Rebirth. Oh. <laughs> no. Well, this uh, is not that messy. Right. Also, you can help out our podcast family of Two Broke Geeks, Just Two Pals, and Atomic Geekdom by visiting audibletrial.com slash atomicgeekdom. Go there now. Sign up. You'll get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial. Listen, there are books out there. And it's hard to just sit and read. Who wants to read? That's dumb. What a waste of time. You remember when you were a kid and people read to you? I mean, is there anything more royal than that? Like, you, sit down, read to me. I mean, that that's amazing. Like, the, yeah, it's like godlike status. Now, you go to audibletrial.com. There's all kinds of books that people will read to you. Just you. They're designed just for you. Not, like anybody could just go get one like i'm dave i want to get timeline on audiobook and no you can't this guy named steve he got it that's for him you can't have it no it's not like that at all but it would be cool if it were anyway you listen to podcasts you listen to the radio radio sucks podcasts are better listen to some books audibletrial.com get that free download get the 30 days free trial that helps us keep making all these cool podcasts uh cool was in quotes um they're fun and entertaining, quoted. Uh, these are all quoted by our friends, you know, like The Rock and Johnny Depp and George R. R. Martin. George R. R. Martin, uh, which if you're friends with him, you're not really safe. He kills everybody in his books. I'm assuming he kills all his friends, too. I, you know, I don't know. Uh, anyway, audibletrial.com slash Atomic Geekdom. Before George R. R. Martin kills you, get one book and listen to it. Probably not a Game of Thrones books, but, you know, because he's going to kill you anyway. Why would you give him money? Yep, that's it. That's commercial. Uh, All right. So that's our show this week. There's no Jenny. She doesn't get the last word. I think I will let Justin from the Two Bro Geeks give us the last word of this episode. Supposedly. 